Hello everybody, my name is Alessandra and this is the first episode of this year of Green is the New Black. Here I am with Annika and Geneviève and today's episode will be about sustainable diet. Hello again everybody, here we are. Hello Annika. Hello. How are you doing? Everything okay? Yeah, really good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm fine, fine. And hello, Jen. Hey! So, as we noticed before, today's topic is going to be about sustainable diet. And this like, subject comes from the idea and the problem that by 2050, on this world, there are going to be 10 billion people. And the problem that we're going to have like from one side is you know, to try to reduce the amount of people that suffer from food shortage and on the other side, that suffer from obesity. And without counting the, that food production contributes to the 30% of global greenhouse gas emission. And most half of it comes actually from livestock sector. So this is why like sustainable diet comes into the public debate and public agenda. And what do you think and what do you think it's sustainable diet? Um, for me, just eating healthy and being conscious of the environmental impact that your diet can have. And just just try to choose just to be mindful of what you're eating every day yeah definitely and annika yeah i think for me it's like really similar to also what uh, jen already said it's like that the diet is like a really important thing not only for your health but also like for ecological economic and social effects and i think it is really um, important when you are thinking about sustainable diet that you ensure that this is also still possible in the next generation after us. So yeah, we should really keep that in mind, not only for us today, but also like for other people after us. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, those are good point of view. And I think like quite close definition to the dictionaries one, probably. <laughs> so like, you know, like right now today, we got so many diets, different diet. Like I think they keep inventing every minute and like your diet, what do you think about them and what do you follow? Um, for me, I'm closer to the vegan diet. Uh, just a quick definition, a vegan diet involves eating only plant-based foods, so no dairy product. Um, people go vegan for multiple reasons and can be health, ethical or environmental reasons as well. Um, what's good about the vegan diet is that your footprint is 1.5 tons of CO2 comparing to the meat diet, which is 3.3 tons of CO2. That's around a quarter less uh, than a meat diet, which is uh, crazy, the amount yeah, of definitely. impact. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just by eating, you can reduce that much your footprint on, on the planet. And also the problem with uh, the meat diet is that um, when you're vegan, you basically eat the vegetable from the earth. So uh, compared to the meat diet, uh, the livestock uh, feeds on grains. So the grains that uh, humans can eat, mm -hmm. um, it's going to be reused, like yeah. it's a double production. Business. It's a double You're production right. because you need to feed it to the livestock and also it's uh, transportation. That's ah, what yeah. I was saying. Right. Transportation <laughs> to the livestock, then transportation to your plate. So it adds up a lot at the end. And let's say to compare tofu uh, with just beef, tofu um, emits two kilograms of CO2 uh, emission for one kilo of tofu and beef emits 27 kilograms of CO2 per one kilogram of uh, beef. So yeah, <laughs> the impacts are, are, are there. You can yeah, see the yeah, difference. Yeah, definitely. But you know, like what I was wondering, probably what stopped me to be vegan is like, I think there are kind of a side effects because you know, there's kind of lack of nutrition 
for example, like vitamin, like D, B12, iron, omega-3, or fatty acid? How, how do you do like taking supplement? Is it that good at the end? Yeah, you need to take supplement for B12, uh, vitamin, vitamin D, iron as well, omega-3. You, <laughs> omega <-3. laughs> you really okay. need to... <laughs> Canadian origin. <laughs> you really need to to be mindful of what you're eating. You cannot just be eating every day just fruits, let's say. You're not yeah. going to be healthy if you eat just fruits. So you really need to maintain a balanced diet yeah. when you're vegan. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I see your point. I think it's the one that has, at the end, the le least impact on environment, probably. Yeah. And you, Annika, what are you? Vegan too? No, not vegan, but I'm a vegetarian now for about a year. And yeah, when you talk about a vegetarian diet, there are like really different types of vegetarians, such oh, yeah? as for example, <laughs> yeah, there are. So, for example, lacto-vegetarian, over-vegetarian, and also vegan can be considered as a form of being vegetarian mm -hmm. because it's more like an extension of a um, vegetarian it's diet. Hardcore vegetarian. Yeah, <laughs> true, you're right. So, yeah, but I just like would consider myself as a normal vegan, I'd, uh, vegetarian, sorry. <laughs> I avoid eating meat, fish, poultry, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And yeah, what I think is like really interesting is that some studies estimate the vegetarians account for already up to 18% of the whole global population. I think this is already like a really good number mm -hmm. and I think the reasons um, for um, like adopting a vegetarian diet are as you already said like really different there can be like a lot of reasons for example for me mainly it's about the health benefits but um, for other, other people it can also be for example um, religious reasons or personal reasons as well as ethical reasons such as for example animal rights and yeah what I think is like really important is that uh, vegetarians really tend to have a better diet quality than meat eaters and a higher intake of important nutritions like fiber, vitamin C, vitamin E, and, and yeah. But sorry. if I can make a question, yeah, sorry, I jumped in. No, no, no problem. I was wondering, how do you do like with proteins? Like all the proteins, the iron deficit that you can have if you don't eat meat or fish? Yeah, I think this is like a really good point because, yeah, as you already said, you're like missing a really good amount of protein if you do not like eat fish and meat but um, there are already like a really good and a lot of alternatives how you can get those proteins for example um, through tofu or also eggs because if you are not like a strict re vegan you can still eat eggs and things so there are like a lot of um, a lot of alternatives how you can like get those Nutrition's the only thing I would really recommend to you is that you do not like rely too heavily on processed food because um, those can be really high in calories, sugar and fat. So this is important um, to keep in mind, but the proteins shouldn't be a problem anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I see your point. Like, girl, like you're way more ahead than me. I mean, like, <laughs> I think I'm a beginner compared to you. I'm like, so, so what's your diet then? My diet is flexitarian and uh, so basically... I mostly uh, of my diet is based on vegetable and yeah, kind of vegetarian. I'm trying to, but like my bad, I cannot like skip meats or fish. I really <laughs> love it. I, I reduce it. I actually reduce it a lot lately. And that's basically what it is being flexitarian. And I think the big pro to me is that the flexibility, like, I don't know if I would be able like you to stick to a diet and I don't, don't feel like kind of constrained, you know, like you go to a restaurant, you say no to meats. Come on, guys, we're in Portugal. Like, it's so good to be here. <laughs> but yeah, but um, I know that. And for a fact, like, uh, I read the research from Oxford University where basically if every family in the UK 
swept red meat meal, like one, just one per week with a, a plant-based one, like it, it would be the same impact as taking 60 million cars off the road. Like it's crazy impact. And also, okay, it's like, just like, like the beginning, you know, because it, from like a carnivore personal like diets, the impact that has on your health, like it reduced the risk of diabetes, like the type two, and like it ha can help like a healthy weight loss. So, I mean, it's just the beginning. Yeah, and also the only thing with the eating meat, it's, it's especially red meat, it's really bad for your health. I say like if you're flexitarian and you eat it once a week, I think it's fine. I think it's a really well-balanced diet. But if you eat it regularly, it you can have like heart disease and mm -hmm. cholesterol and all of that. So I think it's just to eat like mindfully, like I said earlier. I yeah. think it's what every everyone works for their own body. So if for you eating meat is better for you not eating it, then... <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Right. Just yeah. be mindfulness about your food. But, you know, actually like... It's flexitarian, we can say like kind of a flexitarian diet, which is the Mediterranean one since the 2013 was included in the UNESCO list of intangible cultural heritage of humanity. So basically from tons of tons of experts, it's suggested as the best diet because it can bring health benefits. And, but on the other side, like it can increase the production of a low environmental impact food. It can simulate the conservation of biodiversity and like it can spread a positive food and cultural social values. And then I think like, but on the other cons we can see, or it's very, very good in limited country. Like uh, here in Portugal, for example, I'm from Italy, so I think it's the, the land of the Mediterranean diet, <laughs> but I don't know how much it can be sustainable, for example, in Finland. But for us, I think it's a very, very good option. It's easy like to talk about like theoretically, you know, about how a diet should be, but like when we get to face the daily life, like what you girls do, like to be more sustainable, to follow your very, very strict diet. <laughs> I think uh, for every type of diet, this tip that I'm going to talk about, it's really useful. It's just to eat fruits and vegetables in season. Yeah. <laughs> so the definition of uh, eating uh, fruits and vegetables in season, it's a uh, uh, we define seasonal eating based on where the food is produced and then consumed. This refers to food that are harvested and eaten locally during natural seasonal growth. Uh, so when you eat fruits and vegetables in season, um, it ensures the preservation of the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And also uh, it can just, it reduces your footprint. So let's say you eat an apple. Right now it's October. Yeah. Apples in Portugal, it's in season. So if you eat an apple right now, it's sustainable. But if you eat an apple, let's say this winter, and it's coming from New Zealand or, or Australia, it needed to travel a long, long distance to get to you. So I think in that way, maybe you can swap for another, I don't know what's uh, uh, in season in Portugal in winter, but you can swap it for something else that's more in season and then reduce your impact. Mm -hmm. um, so that goes also for meat eater, not, not meat eater. And for example, what, uh, what's in season right now in Portugal for October, mm -hmm. you have apple, banana, blackberry, orange, grape, and bell pepper, beetroot, aubergine, cauliflowers, and courgettes. Okay. I think like we got uh, like very, very large choices. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I see, I see your point. And basically it's like, it's locally. That's what you say. Yeah. Like, I think is like to reduce the amount of like environmental impact of the transition between the producer and the consumer, consumer, if I'm not mistaken. That's what yes. you were saying. 
Yeah, you know, here in Portugal, actually, I discovered, I think there, it's a worldwide thing, but the CSA. Uh, I don't know if you girls know what it is. No, I've no, never no. heard of it. Yeah, so basically, it's like community-supported ag agriculture. There are programs where you subscribe. I know that we're students, so basically, it's going to be kind of hard to subscribe singularly, but most of us live in a flat share. Share flat, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or share a flat, but... Like if you buy it with uh, your roommates, you're gonna receive a box with seasonal like fruit, vegetable or local products, which are very, very, very good. And at the same time, you sustain the local economy. Uh, but if you're too lazy to do that, or you don't think it's worth it, like in Lisbon, there's so many local farmer markets. Worst case scenario, if you're even too lazy to wake up in the morning, just go for like fair trade certificate at a supermarket or look for organic. Like this one for sure, there's plenty, plenty of options. And same thing for the, the fish, like the, there is seasonal fish, like not just fruit and vegetable, like the fish is seasonal and to discover it, just inform yourself. Like it's very hard. I don't know which kind of fish like everybody likes. So the only thing like really don't go for endangered fish. Yeah, for me, what is like, oh, what we already talked about um, earlier, I think a really good way um, to do something good for our environment is to really swap an animal protein for plant-based uh, plant ones because most meat we eat comes from intensive livestock farms which abuse like really high amount of um, water resources and emit a large amount of CO2. So yeah, this is an industry model with like really bad impact on our environment and our climate so i think it could be like really helpful to just swap those animal proteins and there are so many alternatives as i already said you can eat instead of meat just tofu peanuts plant-based meats like which are made of a lot of different ingredients and like of a lot of several brands but also quinoa or hemp seeds so as you can see there are so many alternatives so i think nowadays it's like really easy to avoid eating meat most yeah. of the time. So yeah, they're the like basis. really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, and as we were seeing like whole grain, like go for the whole grain cereals is way better. Like we're talking about rice, barely oats, right? First of all, because of the nutrition benefits. That Bread as can, well. Yeah. 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 That you can get from them. And also like they can prevent like so many diseases and balance your diet. And then like for the same amount, food, like amounts of food that you can get from processed one and non-processed like they use way less energy way less water so they're definitely more eco-friendly yeah so based on what you said about the processed foods uh it's really to be avoided especially the over-processed one like frozen food sauces like uh, tubes of vegetable and fruits uh they have a big impact on the environment uh, due to to the energy required uh, to produce it and storage uh, store it afterwards um it's uh it over processed food can add uh, five to ten percent to your footprint and also it's always like overly packed so that's another yeah. issue yeah you're right like the packaging is crazy like i've seen a supermarket so many times like for i don't know like a bar like you got three different packaging and most of the time like are just for single use or like they're gonna be thrown away and they really make up to the 40 percent of the municipal solid waste and then without considering that they, they use so much energy, water, chemicals, and then they also produce emissions like greenhouse gases, particulates, and wastewater. 
And on the top of all, <laughs> as if it's not over, like for the animals are so, so bad. Like there was a, a research I read from Ocean Conservancy and from a sample of seafood, like a 25% were polluted, the 59% of seabird were, and the 100% of sea turtle like had plastic. It's crazy. So guys, like just recycle, please use tote bag when you go to the supermarket and try really try to avoid packaging. Yeah, um, on the subject of plastic waste, uh, drink tap water instead of buying water bottle. First, uh, the water bottle stays on earth longer than you live on. And second, uh, you can, drinking tap water is free. So yeah. why buy it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the, right. one of the dumbest things that I think society <laughs> and does. Tap water is always, it's good for your health. Like not in every parts of the world, but in Portugal, it's really good for your health. It has good minerals in it. There's no reasons why you should use a plastic bottle. No. Yeah, you're really right. And I think like another big problem in our society is definitely the food waste. We can like really work on it. So I think according to experts, it should be at least half the food waste because globally we have an estimated um, waste of food of 1.3 billion tons each year, which means that this is like one third of the world's food production. And I think this number is just it's I crazy. don't know. Yeah, you cannot even imagine this number. So, yeah, we should really work on our consumption habits and stuff. So, really try to avoid wasting so much food and don't like just buy the food which looks good because even if it's not pretty, you know, your food doesn't have to be pretty. It, it's yeah. the same, you know, the taste yeah. is the same no matter how it looks. So. I heard it so many times yeah. at the green grocery and people like, yeah, no, I'm not going to buy this. I'm like, yeah. why? <laughs> yeah, we really have to work on our consumption habits and also maybe try to composting um, your food at home, which you mm -hmm. do not eat anymore and stuff. So there are like a lot of things we can do here and we should like definitely work on this to be more sustainable. Yeah, right. About like food habits, it comes to my mind, like for example, when we cook, like the energy that we could waste is so much. Like for example, like guess when you cook like with the oven, like I met so many people that turn it on like maybe one hour earlier and then they cook <laughs> like one thing and then take it out, the other thing. Like guys, come on, just like be time efficient. I don't know like if you got that much time to waste uh, while cooking, I don't like, I got lazy. <laughs> so really, and then I discovered like you just turn it off 10 minutes before it's uh, still the warm is there yeah. i mean still how can warm. it get down from 200 degrees <laughs> <laughs> no really and then even on the cook on the cooker same stuff like the leads magical like faster and more efficient again like yeah really. you're totally right so yeah i mean what like girls a lot of information yeah so basically a like, sustainable diet if i'm not mistaken like its goal is like to raise awareness and mindfulness about what people eat and really to take care of like environment, society, and first of all, our health. And it doesn't, not it doesn't really matter, but we can say you can choose your diet and even experts don't really suggest you to stick to one. As long as you increase the amount of certain food, like vegetable, nuts, cereals, and try to reduce the amount of meat and fish. And if you want to eat it, really go for sustainable option and organic option. And I think like we can really close it with a, a final suggestion that is really guys do as much as you can of your grocery and markets where products are local, fresh and seasonal, because remember we're in Portugal and the food is great. <laughs> I think it's everything for today. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much girls for joining me. And I think Thank we'll you. see you again for in Thank the next you. episode. Yeah. See you in the next episode. See you soon.